Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to yet another episode of the Philly Bandwagon Podcast. Ryan Michaels here with your boy, Chip Tiernan. What it do? Go Birds in a very sloppy fashion. Go Birds. Go Birds. That wasn't that wasn't pretty, though. It's pretty sloppy. Let's be real. It's week one. I'm not going to overreact to it, but let's just say uh, we'll, we'll talk about all of our concerns in the bulk of the episode. There were some definite odd plays called on offense, and Jalen Hurts obviously didn't have his best game. Uh, some things just seemed a little off. Dallas Goddard not being involved. That's probably the biggest thing on social media that people are talking about and just people being missed wide open. Um, outside of that, defense kept them to 20 points, so I'm not super mad there. That was, that was fine. Uh, maybe not enough pressure, but what do you think there, Chip? Yeah, I, I I mean it's it's week one, you know it was, it was sloppy conditions as well, and um, you know that's not a great excuse, but um, they got to knock the rust off, you know what I mean? It's it's like we said last week, there's especially on defense, there was a lot of changing parts. Um, I think I, I think you know the offense with Dallas Goddard not getting involved is just they they, they just need to do a better to do a better job of of calling plays for him. Um, not just him. Uh, I thought DeAndre Swift could use could have been used a lot more as well. Um, I think I think they relied a little too much on Kenny Gainwell. I you know listen, I love Kenny Gainwell as much as the next guy, but there's a reason why you have you know the depth that you do at running back is because you're supposed to you know use multiple guys and get get different looks. And um, I think they used Kenny Gainwell a little bit too much, and I think they could have used Swift a lot more. Um, so. Yeah, but then defensively, you know, there was um, – I think the defensive line played pretty well. I think they didn't get a lot of pressure until, like, the fourth quarter, basically. Um, but, yeah, I think, uh, you know, obviously, Kobe Dean going down with an injury and um, him being put on IR. Um, so that's that's pretty tough. Um, the, the team did sign Rashawn Evans off the Titans practice squad. They also called up Nicholas Morrow off the, off the Eagles practice squad. So – they're making moves. They're making moves to try and, um, you know, fix the linebacker position. And it was already a thin position as it is. So, you know, we'll uh, we have a quick turnaround here for Thursday night. So we'll see what they do and we'll see who have they, they have starting out there. All right. And we'll talk about the rest of that going forward. Philly's getting close to the end of September. It's uh, it's going to be a close one again, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's, it's going to be close every year. I mean, we can't, you know. We can't have nice things, but um, you know they're still they're still winning games, and um, obviously, uh, you know there, there's a, a few games here and there that they should have won. Um, but you know we said it last week, and it's pretty much continued. So the lineup's been great, pitching not so much, and uh, that uh, that that's that's still a problem right now. We'll talk about the the glaring holes in the Phillies pitching staff. And, you know, just what to expect coming down to the wire because it's it's getting pretty close. Yep. And lastly, we have a pretty big shakeup in the Philly sports media world that we just wanted to talk about. Uh, you know, a lot of people's afternoon commutes and evening commutes might have been uh, impacted by that. So we'll talk about that a little bit. 
and just see exactly where we stand in Philly sports media now. Not not us particularly, but I mean like fans because I, I don't know what I want to listen to anymore on the radio at least. Yeah, a lot's changed and uh, recently, and a lot's going to be changing. So we'll see what happens. And on that note, I got nothing left. What'd you say, Chip A? Let's cue the rap music. You're listening to a Philly Sports Nation production, enhancing your Philly sports experience. Huddle and talk some birds, baby. Go birds. Go birds. Go birds. There's a lot I'm worried about, and it's only week one, and I'm overreacting because I'm uh, I'm I'm from Philadelphia. Yep. All right, let's start off with the offense. Um now I've seen a couple of things online, right? And I want you to I'm only going to present them to you. And I want you to either elaborate on him or break down on him. Yeah. The first thing, Brian Johnson is trying to put Jalen Hurts into more of a West Coast passing style offense. This would be Donovan McNabb 2.0 in that fact. Do you did you see that this weekend? Uh, not really. I, yeah, I, I didn't think, uh, there, it, it never crossed my mind. More of a pocket passer is what I mean. To Sorry. where I was like, no, I mean, to uh, it never crossed my mind of me saying he's passing too much. Uh, it also never crossed my mind that. You know, he was in the pocket too much. I, I think I think the fact that if they are doing this, even if they are, I think keeping him in the pocket can be a good thing. Now, the the, the difference between Jalen Hurts and Donovan McNabb is Jalen Hurts is a way better athlete than Donovan McNabb. So he has the ability to stay in the pocket, but he also has the ability to get outside the pocket. So I think, and anyone knows this, that you can't really just be like, Hey, Jalen, stay in the pocket or else because he he's made so many plays, especially last year, obviously where he was outside the pocket with his legs, with his arm. So no, I didn't really – it never crossed my mind during the game. Be like, oh, he's in the pocket too much. No, that never crossed my mind. Now, this is a follow-up point that I saw. Is there a reason that it felt like he was taking shots downfield into coverage again? Uh, Again, it didn't really cross my mind. I, I never was like, he's throwing the ball down the field too much. Yeah. Like, these are just things that we see. and. I didn't quite see that either. When yeah. I was watching, don't get me wrong, he didn't look 100% compared to last year. It seemed like there were some, I don't know, 
Maybe it's just week one and maybe it's the lack of preseason play. I, I don't know. I'm not a professional when it comes to that. But let, let's get to the point with a wide open Dallas Goddard. Three times. Twice would have scored and once on fourth and two, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. I How do you miss him? How do you miss him? Yeah, I, I, again, this is all just, you know, goes back to not playing a preseason and, and, but again, you know, that's, that's something you have to, as a, you know, an NFL quarterback, you have to be able to see that. So, um, I'm not worried about it. If it continues, then sure I will be. Um, but again, it's week one. It, it was, it was crappy conditions. It was knocking the rust off, but yeah, that's, that's a big part of your offense is, is your tight end. And, um, you definitely have to be able to see that. Um, you know, the, the, the offense as a whole kind of got off. I mean, they, they were able to move the ball, but they weren't really – they were calling very similar plays, especially in the run game with Kenneth Gainwell. I, I think they were kind of just running Kenneth Gainwell up the middle for the most for the most part. There wasn't really any other type of runs they were doing. And then in the pass game, I just think, again, you, you have to be able to see that. and. He definitely did miss he he missed some throws he missed and he missed some open guys, and that's something that's gonna have to be addressed. He I'm sure he's gone back and watched the film and and seen that he's missed a few guys and he'll definitely adjust it I think. Um, so if it continues, yeah, it'll be worrisome. But um, if it's something he can he can work on, then then I'll be fine. Yeah. So let's go to another point that I saw online, which was the complete opposite. And it's that Jalen Hurts was running too much. And this one I agree with. The next part I agree with. And they ran Kenny Gainwell too much, which you mentioned. Yes. Earlier. Yes. I kind of agree with both of those. I, I think that why were they running Jalen Hurts that late in the game when he got popped? Yeah, I, I don't I'm not I'm not really thrilled with that call. Um, it, I know that play has worked previously. Uh, it's like the you know, the he, you know, he kind of hesitates, pretending he's passing and then and then runs the ball. Um, it, it has worked in the past. I just don't like it in that scenario. Um, yeah, I, I just think, especially in that, in the late of a game, plus the conditions, um, I, I just didn't, I didn't like that call. I, I wasn't a fan of it. Um, now you can let him run, but again, I, I, I would rather him either hand it off or, or look for a short pass in that scenario. That one kind of frustrated me. Cause it's like, at first, you're thinking, like, okay, and then you see the ball come out. And on top of it, he got popped. Uh, he got hit enough that game. What, what are we doing putting him in the harm's way at this point, this early yeah. in the season as well? I agree. Uh, and then moving on to Gainwell, what, you get DeAndre Swift, you pretty much healthy scratch Rashad Penny, and the run game's dead. Yeah, I, listen, I think to start the game, the run game looked good. Um but th- again, they didn't mix up the play calling with the run with the run plays. They they were running the same exact play over and over again, and they're going to adjust to it. And they were using Kenny Gainwell. Like you have other running backs. Like I th- I'm pretty sure DeAndre Swift got like one or two carries and one catch, and then Boston Scott maybe got a carry. So I, I don't I, I I'm, yeah I'm not a fan of of. Now, for fantasy purposes, it's great because Kenny Gainwell gets all the touches, but it, I, I am not a fan as an Eagles fan. Um, you have multiple guys that can that can run the ball effectively, so why not use them? 
Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I'm not dissing Kenny Gainwell in the slightest. I love Kenny Gainwell. You, everyone knows we love Kenny Gainwell. But, you know, is he a workhorse back? No. And he was never drafted to be that. He was drafted to be a change of pace, you know, a guy who can catch the ball out of the backfield. And that's what he needs to be. And you have other guys. And I was I was surprised when Rashad Penny didn't even play because he's he's your quote unquote bigger type of back that can, you know, maybe get you two or three when you need that many yards. So I think Rashad Penny needs to be active next this week coming up on Thursday. And I think they need to spread the ball out more uh, with the running backs. So, you know, a lot of what you just said roots back to you don't like this call and you didn't like this play call and you didn't like Rashad Penny being inactive. Let's go to the play calling. Yeah. What was your evaluation? Just for one game. My biggest takeaway is Brian Schatz was very conservative. And that is understandable. It's his first game ever as a coordinator. And listen, it's against a very solid, good defense, a very well-coached team in the Patriots. Again, I'm going to keep saying it, in crappy conditions. Now, again, I know it's not a great excuse, but it it, it, it was a factor. Um, it wasn't so, just a factor for the Eagles. It was both of them, yeah. Um, so I think a Brian Johnson was very, very conservative in the play calling. And whether that be just him being nervous or – just his first game as a coordinator or whatever it may be. I think he was a little bit too conservative. And I mentioned it earlier. He called, he called very similar run plays and he called very similar, similar pass plays. And he called some questionable running plays with the quarterback. And I think at times Jalen hurts can run. I think at times you can call those type of plays, but you got to mix it up. You got to get the tight end involved. We mentioned that earlier and you got to spread the ball out with the running backs because we saw, we saw what happened last year. We had Miles Sanders had a great year, but it wasn't just him. It was Kenny Gainwell. It was Boston Scott. You know, it was, you know, other guys here, here and there. So I think you're, you're just a better football team when you spread the ball out more to different guys, because they give you different looks and getting, getting more guys involved with the receivers and the, and the running backs is going to be big for them. So if they can get Dallas Goddard to be more of a focal point and as well as some of the running backs, I think they will be a lot better. Yeah. I, I just, I, I hope that Rashad Penny isn't going to turn into another Trey Sermon situation where you have this guy who's obviously yeah. talented and just never plays. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know why he didn't play. Um, maybe they just came up with a game plan and he didn't really play a part in it. Um, but I think he just, he gives you different looks than, than the other guys do. I mean, he's a bit, he's bigger than all the other guys and he just, I don't know. He, he, in his career, when he's been healthy, he's been a very good running back. So I was, I was pretty surprised when he, when he didn't suit up. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, there's a different running back for every single situation. Yeah. Just like you said. And who would I rather give the ball to with one yard to get a first down? Exactly. It's it's not the same guy. Yep. And Boston Scott and Kenny Gainwell, I mean, they're not 
similar players in their stature, but they're very similar players in how they're used. Yeah. So I, I didn't get, I didn't quite get that. And then she just barely used the Andre Swift whatsoever. Yeah. That one was the one that was like, so you have this running back that is really talented. Yeah. When they're healthy, plays extremely well, and you just opt not to use him at all. And like you, I, you signed Rashad Penny. I know, I know it's to a pretty cheap deal, but you signed him, and then you traded for DeAndre Swift. So obviously, you like these guys because if you didn't, you wouldn't go out and get them. So I, I don't know. And to me, the bigger surprise is DeAndre Swift. Um, I just think the kid is so talented, and he, you know. They they just need to use them more. That's all I can say about it. I mean, you said it perfectly. It 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 comes down to they didn't use him. Yeah. There's nothing to evaluate with him. And I heard people on the radio like, oh, maybe they're saving them for next week. No, this is the regular season. This is it. They they need to they need to use whatever they got. You so. don't account for injury like you account for injuries week to week, but you can't say. Oh man, what if he does get injured? Let's not play him this week. No, you, can't, you can't go in with that. Mindset. We're not. We're not in week seventeen here. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy. You have to get to that position to be comfortable enough to say that. The NFC is the NFC is very top heavy, and you're gonna have to win as many games as possible to try and get that one seat. And the schedule this this year is much more difficult. Yes. Much more difficult. Yes. So if you if you really aren't putting your all out there every single game. What are you doing? If you're not putting your best lineup out there every single game, the hell are you doing? It's week one. I'm not going to overreact, even though I probably am. Yep, I am too. But But get it together, man. That that looked bad. They won, thank Christ, but... Yeah, I mean, listen, the only reason they won the game was because of the turnovers for for the Patriots. Um, So, yeah, man. They could have easily lost that game, for sure. Um, That touchdown pass to Smitty was nice, though. It was. It was a very nice throw by by Hertz, and he did make some nice throws. Um, he made some nice throws to AJ Brown. Um, yeah, I'm just talking about like when when we say like he didn't have his best game, he he didn't look 100 percent out there. I'm, I'll be honest with that. Yeah, he he didn't he didn't look like MVP Jalen Hurts. Yes, and he looked like a very he looked like a very good quarterback, but he didn't look like MVP Jalen Hurts. So again, I'm not freaking out. I'm not worrying. If it continues, then yes, I will be a little bit more worrisome. But again, you're playing a really good defense, a really well-coached team, and now you're going into your home and and you're on the road. So now you're going into your home opener on Thursday night on prime time against a let's be honest, a Minnesota Vikings team that did not look that great against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And it's a night game. And it's a night game. And like I said, prime time, Kirk Cousins don't really mix. So, and again, you're at home. So I think I think being at home is going to be absolutely huge for them, and uh, I think they'll I think especially offensively I think they'll bounce back for sure. Now this is just more of a me question, and maybe if anyone else in the uh, audience doesn't know, are they on Prime Video this Thursday or is that not? Until yes, yesterday? they are. They, they are, are on, on Prime, Prime Video. Video. Yes. Okay. I didn't know if it was NBC the first two weeks or just the first week. Yeah, I I am like. 90% sure they're on Prime Video. Okay. Because I think I saw a commercial for it. Oh, boy. So, it'll be Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet. Uh, you know, not a not the best duo. But, 
that's what we got. Listen, you know, let's uh, you know, there was other. Let's break the huddle and stop talking about the birds. Go birds. Go birds. Defensively, I, we're not going to get into that just yet. I I want to finish off by saying I'm not going to give a full evaluation of what I think is going to happen until week six. And, and real quickly, I I will say there was there was some the defensive line especially. Jalen Carter looked phenomenal. As advertised. Jordan Davis played very well. Yep. Fletcher Cox played very well before his yep. injury. Uh, and again, you know, they didn't really get pressure until the fourth quarter, which uh, am I concerned about? No, but if it continues, then obviously yes. And people are like, you know, people are like, they're not blitzing enough. Again, it's a new coordinator, man. He's probably being conservative. He's not he's he's not gonna go out go all out in week one. So the defensive line played very well. Reed Blankenship played very well, in my opinion. He gave up one play, it was a Hunter Henry touchdown, but other than that, I thought he played very well. Darius Slay played very well. Uh James Bradbury got a concussion, unfortunately, so he'll probably he miss will be Thursday. Out Thursday. Um other than the which I guess really wasn't his fault. He's probably expecting safety help, but on the Kendrick Bourne touchdown, I think it was the second or maybe the first, no, the first one, the first Kendrick Bourne touchdown. He kind of undercut it. So I think he was probably expecting safety help. Uh, obviously wasn't there because he tried to go underneath. Um, but yeah, I mean, he didn't, he didn't look bad, uh, but yeah, he did get, con- he did get concussed. So he'll probably miss Thursday night. Um and I thought I thought Josh Job did a nice job for you know his first game out there w- replacing him, so they'll probably go with Josh Job on the other side of Darius Slay, which I'm fine with because I like Josh Job. Um, Nicobe Dean's hurt. Nicobe Dean will is put on IR, so he'll miss at least four weeks. So that remains to be seen. You know they they like Zach Cunningham. He'll be the the outside linebacker, but um, they put Christian Ellison to be the middle the 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 play caller, I guess or the guy who received the plays. Um, but yeah, they signed Rashawn Evans from the Titans practice squad. They brought up Nicholas Morrow off the Eagles practice squad. So um, I'm assuming Christian Ellis will get the start, but if he doesn't play well, then they have options. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens with that, but that's, that's probably the biggest question mark uh, going into Thursday night. Well, go birds, go birds, go birds, birds, go birds, birds. Go birds. Birds. So, uh, other NFL news, Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles. He did. He did on the fourth play. Yeah. Yeah. Fourth play in a Jets uniform, and uh, he's done. He's done for the year. Is that a cursed franchise? That's got to be a cursed franchise, right? It's either a cursed franchise. It could be both. It could be a cursed. Well, I mean, that's just that's that would happen to Aaron Rodgers. That would happen to the Jets. I don't know about Rodgers, but that would happen to the Jets. Like he he wanted so badly to be out of Green Bay, he finally got it, and then on his fourth play ever that he wasn't on the Packers, he tore tears his Achilles. Um, but yeah, the Jets, man. I mean, uh, I mean they snuck out with a win, but I don't know. I mean Zach Wilson didn't look horrible. Oh, cool. Like he, he played did, well in the fourth quarter. 
And then obviously they scored on that punt return touchdown. So insane, by the way. Uh, Josh Allen played really bad. Uh, he had like four turnovers total. So dude, I don't know what's up with that. What was he throwing at? I don't know. He had three interceptions and a fumble. And then if yeah. you look at that last interception he threw, Stefan Diggs was wide open about three yards in front of him for the first down. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, not, I'm not even kidding. All he had to do was shovel the ball forward. There was no one else there. And five feet of distance between Stefan Diggs and who was defending him. Yeah, I don't know. He did not look good. But that's probably because I drafted him in my uh, super flex league. I drafted him too in one of my leagues, so that's probably why. I also started Joe Burrow this week. N.T. Higgins and Mark Andrews, all in the same league. I started Dallas Goddard in one league. Somehow still scored above 70 points. Somehow. That's good. I thought I was going to have a 50-burger, which that would have been devastating to the morale. That would have brought the whole clubhouse down. But let's move forward and let's talk Phillies, walk it off. Well, not really walking it off because we got some media news after, but Phillies. Phillies. All right, so the bats are there. They're the there, homers, man. The homers are flying. They're there. The, the bats are there. Coming. The lineup is is actually there for once. I know we complained all year about the friggin' lineup, but it's there. And now the pitching stinks. Why? They're like a seesaw, right? Or no, they're like oh. one of those. They're a scale. When one thing is too heavy. The other thing is too light. They can never be perfectly balanced on the scales of justice. That might have been the most toolkittiest thing I've ever said, but they're never perfectly balanced. Aaronola sucks. He's pretty bad right now. Like that's I'm just, that's it. That's my comment. Aaronola sucks. Oh, dude, that's so. That's I all mean, grand for you. You're usually the one. Like, no, dude, they're they're fine, and I'm dude, usually no. pessimist. No, dude, Aranola <laughs> blows. Really? He's he's awful. I don't know wow. what is up. Wow. Like he had he had a good. Well, his last outing, he had a good four innings. Fifth inning, disaster. What is it with him and getting through the third time of the order? Like I just. <sighs> I don't know what's wrong with them. Like the, the the everything looks the same. The velocity's there. The pit the 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 number of pitch uses it's all there. But they're just they're killing them. Is he tipping or is he just doing the same thing every game? I, I mean it, you know if he's tipping I, I mean you definitely would have saw it by now. I don't know, man. It's just like, but how does he have two solid games in a row and then go right back to this? Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. That's the problem. Like, what, he had two seven-inning outings, if I'm not mistaken, in a row, or six and seven? Yeah, something like that. And then comes out and gives up a bunch. But then, yeah, and then it's, you know. In a contract year, have you? I know, I know. Uh, That's very, I was very, I'm I'm very surprised that he's come out and and done what he's done on a contract year. Because he's, I mean, he's asking for like 200 million. He's not going to get that unless oh, someone, not. someone does. He's not going to get it here, at least. I'll say that. So. Dude, he, 
I'd be shocked if he gets a 40 or 80. Yeah, he'll probably get in the 100 mils. You think so? Yeah. Something's going to something's going to pay that out. He's a he's a 48. Think like a 4, eh, let's say. It's not good. No, it's not good. Plays are losing, by the way. There's probably some pitching coach out there that's like, I can fix him. There's always yeah. one guy. Okay. Sure you can. Not me. Um, Jesus. I'm not talking about you. Oh, I thought you were like, not you. I was like, oh, what? No, what? I just work here, man. Phillies, roster, Aaron Nola. Moment of truth. Aaron Nola has a 4-6-4 ERA. 4-6-4. He's 12-9. He does have, I mean, he, he does ha- have a good amount of strikeouts. He's 185. Which is currently 12th in, I guess, the MLB? That would be. How's he getting the strikeouts and then just letting up the, all these runs though? Well, yeah, oh. yeah, he gives up the runs and then he just that, that's he just strikes guys out. I don't know. Phillies are losing. Oh. All right, calm down. Zach Wheeler's pitching. Zach Wheeler. I mean, even he, he hasn't been great. Yeah. He hasn't been great either. Zach Wheeler tonight so far four and a third, six hits, three runs, two walks, four strikeouts. Giving up two home runs, of course, to Olsen, and of course, to Acuna. Braves are too good. And that's not going away anytime soon. Like, for the next 20 friggin' years. That's what it feels like. Well, and we'll be, we'll suck again the next two. Yes. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. They gave Stott the night off. They gave... Uh, Marsh the night of, well, they gave Marsh the night of all every friggin' day. Their bottom three is Sosa, Pache, and Rojas. Before Pache went on the IL, he's, he was good. He was good. He was. I agree. Schwarber is officially at the 200 mark with the average, but he's over two, he's over two tonight. With two strikeouts, so that'll probably change. Trey Turner's up to 270, which is insane. From where he, he was, was, yes, that's absolutely he was, he, I think he was as low as, like, almost... 231. Yeah, two, I was going to say 230. I think he was pretty much as low as that. Yeah, he's up to 270, which is crazy. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Nick Castellanos is down to 269. He's been bad lately. But he has a homework tonight. So, yeah, it's just been the pitching, man. It's been the pitching. That's it's, And it's not, you know, I know we crap on Aaron Nola, but it's not just Aaron Nola either. We just mentioned it, um, Wheeler. But also, Suarez has not been himself. Tywin Walker, Walker is walking way too many guys. Yep. And our, honestly, I said this last week, our best starting pitcher right now is Christopher Sanchez. You're crazy. Um, and then the bullpen. Alvarado has not been himself either since coming off the IL. Again, Sir Anthony cannot hit the friggin' strike zone. Kimbrel looks gassed. Kimbrel, yeah, Kimbrel is not himself right now, and I he think he just looks tired. I'll be honest I, with you. I think they need to probably they should probably just stop using him until the friggin' playoffs. Um, I will say Gregory Soto has been pretty 
he's been better. Like he started off the year awful. He's brought his ERA down. I think he's in the fours now, but like compared to where he was. Yeah, he's been you know, he was he's been better pretty recently. Matt his Strom, struggles were his struggles were bad early on. That's I, I don't know why Matt Strom has a three two nine ERA, but it's it just seems to me Phillies are down six one now. It just seems to me every time I like check the score, Matt Strom gives up at least one run. I don't know if that's true or not. It's just maybe it's just every time that I look that he just I, I don't know. But his numbers don't look that bad. He's 103 strikeouts. He's a 3.29 ERA. Uh how many innings pitch? Uh regular season 82 innings pitch with 103 strikeouts. That's not bad at all. But I don't know why. So I guess Matt Strom has been fine. Uh, Michael Lorenzen's been bad ever since the no-hitter. Uh, actually, I think, well, I guess last night he had a pretty decent start. But other than that, he's been not good since the no-hitter. I mean, Wheeler's now given up six runs. That was a home run by Marcelo Zuna. By yeah, that so that, so that's, that's, that's Wheeler for you. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, you know, and then you have guys like Jeff Hoffman. Jeff Hoffman's been very good. I said this last week, too. He's been our best relief pitcher. Um... I mean, Dylan Covey, uh, Dylan Covey stinks. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I, I don't want to be that guy, but I'm being that guy. He stinks. How does it, uh, this is off topic, but does it melt your brain having a Britton Covey and a Dylan Covey? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say Dylan Covey just because I want him to match with Britton, but I think it is pronounced. I think he pronounces it Covey. Cause that's, yeah, that's what Tom McCarthy said. All the announcers say Covey. That, that's what throws me off. Cause I'm like, yeah. it looks like I don't like that. It bothers me. It's Cody. The amount of the amount of comments you see on social media of just saying DFA Dylan Covey. Yeah, I don't I I don't know why he's still here. (laughs) Like you you don't have a better option than Dylan Covey. Like come on, dude. Oh God. Oh, let's just keep an eye on the Phillies. It's it's kind of. Everyone knows where we're at. There, there's no, no point to really talk about it or act like, the, oh, we're going to break this down and break that down. There's nothing to break down. They just have to friggin' no, play and win. They, the pitching has to wake up. That's what they got to do. That's it. Pitching has to wake up. And that's it. Walked it off. That's, I mean, I, listen, I know the Braves are the Braves. But, like, dude. And they, they just they score all their runs on home runs. Like, if you don't give up the home run, you win every game. They just they give up way too many home runs, man. I mean, Olsen has three in the last two games. Acuna has two. Uh, it's just I don't, it's 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 just crazy, man. Acuna pimped one on a the ten to eight loss. Yeah, he did. And Michael Harris has two this series too. And he bets ninth. Their lineup is so good. That the rookie of the year last year is batting ninth. Well, well, well. Let's not get you angry. We'll stop talking about the Phillies now. Yeah, it's getting bad. All right. No Flyers news. No Sixers news. Uh, all right. So in Philly media, there's apparently a new network that came to town. From what, what is it, All City? Yeah, I never heard of it until you. I didn't it. know about it until we were at our fantasy draft together, and one of our friends was telling us about it. I didn't even hear that. And 
they have poached a ton of talent from everywhere. So yeah, well, because they probably offer fair wages and they probably offer a just bit more freedom. Yeah, than you know other networks. So all Philly sports, I think it's called, or Philly sports, P H L Y. Yeah. I didn't Google it, but I didn't really read much into it. I'm going to Google it now while you talk about it. Go ahead. Sorry. No, you're good. So Devon Givens from 90, from formerly of 97.5 is now with them. Yes, I did see that. I did see that he left. I just didn't know where he went. Yeah, that, that was a big one for me where I was like, wow, he had a huge nighttime show. You know, had a pretty big cult following. It was a great host. I like listening to him on my commute home. So that was uh, really something that threw me for a loop. Yeah. And then uh, Jamie Lynch, also formerly in 97.5, is going to be one of their Phillies contributors. There's just a lot of people there. I mean, uh, Kyle Newbeck, Sixers. Yeah. It, it's it's absolutely wild. So the only thing it says here is Anthony Gargano, absent from 97.5, this happened today. So there was no midday show today. Well, there was, but it just wasn't him. And it says he's in a contract dispute with 97.5, the Fanatic, over the PHLY sports role. Uh, now, that we haven't gotten to that yet. But Anthony Gargano, the cuz, is allegedly leaving 97.5, the Fanatic, for... Right. All city. Yeah. So he did, like I said, he didn't have a, he didn't have the midday. He was not on the midday show today for nine, seven, five. And apparently he's disputing a contract there. He wants to get right out now. of that contract. So it's, right. it's in probably in lawyers hands. So he wants to get out to go to all city. Yes. Got it. Yes. One million percent. And all city, I asked this to you before we started recording, but all city doesn't have, it's not on radio. No, but, I believe they have a television network. Do they have a television show, which could be on, I guess, digital radio? I guess. And, you know, you never know. Uh, Zach Berman's also with them. Oh, wow. So it's, it's uh, not listen, just local names either. They're, they're I'll say Five is going down the drain. I Brian mean, Baldinger they, Weekly. I, I mean, the, these are big names that are going to this company. And I hate to say it, you know. It, it, they just don't have anyone left. I mean, people. I love, people, I love Andrew Salchunas as much as the next guy. I love Chunas. I love the just Chunas, a nice yeah. dude. Yeah. Love the Chunas, but he's not going to carry the radio station. And I know that the, is the morning show still technically the John Kincaid show. It is the John Kincaid show, yeah. But is he on it? He actually he has cancer, so he's on it sometimes, and when he right. has treatments, he's not. But he is there when he can be, yeah. Okay, so he's in the morning. So, you know, it's the John Kincaid show, but I know he's been sick. So he's not really there. I know he's there when he can. The midday show is the Gargano show. He's now not there. And Mike the late missed show left last year. Mikey Miss left the late show last year, and now it's Tyron Johnson, Ricky Metallico, and Hunter Brody. No, not Hunter Brody got let go. Oh, Hunter Brody. So it's just Ricky Bell and Ricky Tyron Bell Johnson, and Tyron Johnson, and Jen Scordo. Jen Scordo. And I hate to say it, people aren't a fan of that show either, because I think I just people I think people miss Mikey Miss. 
I, I, I was tried to listen to it in the afternoon. It, it just doesn't have a good rhythm. It's yeah. It's just, I, I'm not him. It, Tyrone and Ricky bow don't have a good rapport together. And uh, you know, Jennifer Scordo is fine. She kind of just gives her, you know, bits yeah. of information here and there. Um, but yeah. And and even when Hunter Brody was there, I still didn't really like the show, in my opinion. Yeah, that didn't make any big of a difference. So, me. yeah, it's just, it's not, I mean, yeah, 97.5 is not, it's not that great anymore. I used to, every, the morning, midday, and the late show, I loved all three. And now I don't like any of them. When it was, my favorite 97.5 years were when it was the cuz in the morning. Yep. Meat Locker Thursdays was the best day of work for me. Yep. So I get to listen to that all the way to work. And I would sit in, I would get up early and go sit in the parking lot for a little bit just to listen to that. That's how much I love that show. Yeah. Then uh, Mertitas and Mays. Yep. In the afternoon. And yep. Mikey Miss in the afternoon. Yep. I agree. And, you know, like every critique of Mikey Miss is probably right because he was a tool to people all the he time. Was. But that was part of the shtick. It, yeah. It, 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 it fit. Yeah, you knew who he was, and if yeah. he if he was annoying you one episode, you just turn it off, and that's all it was. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know what ninety seven five is gonna do. I don't I don't really listen to ninety four one, so I can't speak on that. But um, I didn't I didn't listen to ninety four one because I couldn't stand Cataldi, and it, obviously that's just fan preference. Some people love the dude, and he's yeah. not there anymore. But, like, I wasn't going to listen to Cataldi over Gargano at the time when I started right. really listening to Philly Sports Radio. Right. And yeah. it, it also, I feel like some of the callers that would call into Cataldi were just absolutely insane. They were insane. Well, because he, 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 would, he would use the same callers that were just insane. Like, he would, he would only use probably, like, a handful of guys that would be like, oh, we can, you know, like, have this moron just go on a ramble for the next five minutes. So I don't know. I, I we'll see what happens, but ninety five nine seven five is not in a good spot right now. And that being said, I am looking forward to see what this new network is because if it truly is just a better way to present sports to the Philadelphia fan base, I'm all about it. Like I, I just like what is it about radio that people want to leave? Because like, it, is it freedom or is it pay or is it both or is it like, I don't like because like you got you you have someone like Gargano right yeah and he has just he is Philadelphia he's he's the he's the biggest fan he's 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 you know he doesn't say stupid crap like other people well, I'm not gonna name you, names you said it best about Gargano you said you were uh, you were with your dad right yeah and you were flipping back and forth between the radio stations. 97.5 Gargano is all happy go lucky, you know. Oh, it'll be fine. It's week one. Yeah. You know, go birds. And 90 94.1 is like we're all gonna die. Right. Like they like they're freaking out over the over week one. Like, oh my god, we the Kobe Dean's done. Who are we gonna play at linebacker? What's gonna happen? Jalen Hurts didn't play that great. He's done. He's the worst quarterback. Like, and then Gargano's like, we'll be fine. We have we're week two. We're playing the Vikings on Thursday night. The lake's gonna be rocking. It's gonna be insane. And that's what Gargano is. Like Gargano's the ultimate. He's just so positive, and that's what you need from a, a radio guy. Because like like you mentioned earlier, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna overreact as fans, especially in Philadelphia. But if you tune into the Cuz, he'll calm you right down. 
He'll be like, listen, we're fine. We're good. Give it time. It's week one. And he's right. So I don't know. I just think if you're if you're 97.5 and you're about to lose him, I mean, that's that's your last good, in my opinion, your last good radio host. And I don't know what you're going to do after if, if he does leave. I mean, that's your guy. And again, I'm not I'm not cropping on anybody else. I'm not trying to say, you know, anything. But Gargano is, in my opinion, he's my guy. Like he he I just I, he's the perfect radio guy in my opinion, and I, it's gonna be it would be a huge loss for 97.5. Uh, they lost 97.5 lost one of their weekend hosts Tyler Zuli too to them. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah. like that that the reason why we're talking about it is that that is a huge shuffle. It is. It's wild. I, I, it just came out of nowhere too. Yeah. That's the thing. I, I heard about it last weekend. Here comes all these big changes. Yeah. Yeah. But a bunch of people left the athletic. A bunch of people are leaving 97.5. I, I wouldn't be surprised if you see some other big names coming from other networks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Zach Berman's a big one too. I, I could not believe they got him. And the thing you, especially like the thing you can't do if you're 97.5 is bring in other people from other cities. Yeah. Because that's just not, it's not going to fly. Yeah. Pun intended. Well, it, it flew for 94 1 with Cataldi for like six uh, Right. Like you can't, years. you can't just be like, hey, if you're you're from New York, you're looking for work, we have a show here. It's not going to work. So you, you can't be doing that either. Like I know if you lose Gargano, fine. But if you're going to replace him, replace him with somebody from who lives here. It, it, it is crazy. Because people have made that mistake before. The fan base will not be welcoming of that. They're not going to be happy with it. They're not. And you know, too, in, in Philly sports media and the fact that social media is so well known, any take that you have is going to be so harshly scrutinized because you're like, you're not even from here. You don't get anything. <laughs> Shut right. up. Your opinions like, are relevant. We'll just get we'll get someone from like uh, from North Carolina and then they'll try and be on the radio and be like, they'll make this point. Like, we don't care because you're from North Carolina. Yeah. And your call, the caller will curse them out. Exactly. Does that happen up here? Yes. Yeah. That's just another Tuesday for you, friend. But yeah, that, that, that's all I wanted to talk about in regard to that. I just thought that it was worth noting just because so many big names have gone. Now I, just because of, like I was a big Argano fan, so I, I looked up that, but I'm not sure if any 94-1 staff left. I'm sure that there will be if there's not already. Yeah. But hey. Yeah, I, I again I don't I don't really listen to 94-1. I listen to 975 a lot more. Um, but again, I I've been kind of going less and less on the radio. Uh, because again, it's just there's just not many hosts that I'm a fan of. Yeah. So it's unfortunate, yeah. man. It's unfortunate. Digital's the future. Yeah. Yes. It always has so. been, really. And, and it's weird because, like, Philly's, like, one of the only cities, if not the only city, that still does sports radio. So yeah, it's still relevant in other major cities. But it's just it's not as it's not as big as it is here. Like, when you think of New York, Philly, believe it or not, Kentucky, it's huge. It's a different style there, but yeah, like you, you have, I mean, you just have insane people calling in, and that's Philly, though, man. Well, on that note, let's see where it goes. But we've reached our destination for the day. 
I'd like to thank you for listening to the Philly Bandwagon Podcast. Go to phlsportsnation.com for all your Philly sports wants, needs, and desires. Go to the podcast tab. Go to the PHL Bandwagon. You can find us on Spotify there. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, wherever podcasts are available. We're most likely there. If not, shoot us an email at phlbandwagon at gmail.com and let us know where you'd like us to be. We also take mailbox suggestions, so if you want us to talk about anything. Uh, we actually did have a mailbox suggestion, and that's where the first question came from with the West Coast offense. Uh, okay. That. They did not want a shout-out, though. So. Thanks for the question. Thank you for the question, though. We do appreciate it. And uh, always always feel welcome to shoot us an email. It does help a ton. Yeah. Um, I did, you know, when I do my notes going into the show, and usually I like to present Chip with questions, so yours fit right into the mold. Yeah. So feel free. Um, going, going forward there, we also have uh, our X account. I'm still struggling, not calling it Twitter, but yes. our X DMs are open, so shoot us any mailbox questions there as well. Happy to answer them, and uh, if you want to message us at all, you can message us on our main account at the PHL Bandwagon on X. You can follow me at PHL Ryan Michaels. You can follow Chip at PHL Chip Tiernan. Uh, Facebook, we share our episodes there weekly, now weekly. Uh, we're back in football season. Uh, we don't share our polls there, but we do put our polls on X, and we do like the engagement we get there. So please feel free to just let us know whatever you think there. Comment. Uh, let us know what you're thinking. Uh, we do really appreciate it, especially in football season. Hearing different perspectives on things kind of gives us other things to look at. And when we're watching the games, we're usually watching together so we can try to pinpoint different things that we're going to talk about during the game, especially if they're struggling or succeeding in certain areas. Uh, go to the white shop, get your TBW merch. It is almost hoodie weather. It's supposed to be 78 degrees on Sunday. Yep. That's a life change. That is wild. My allergies are going to be bad. Yeah, bad. it's going to be bad. But, hey, go birds. Go birds. You're back please, in the full swing of Eagles. Please win. Please win in September. Yeah, just please. Uh... Flyers and Sixers, you know, they're 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 they they play. They exist. They, yeah. But it is time for the birds. And with that, we've reached our destination. We'll see you at the next stop. Go birds. Go birds.